Artificial intelligence is one of the uh, big topics in the news these days, and to discuss what it means for investors, I've got Shane Solly, a portfolio manager at Harbour Asset Management. Welcome, Shane. Kia ora, Phil. Kia ora. How are you? Very well, thank That's you. That's good. Yeah, great. Tell me, AI, it's, you know, it's in the media everywhere at the moment. What does it mean for investors? Yeah, I think when we think about artificial intelligence, AI, we need to discover what it actually is, hmm. and then think about what it means for businesses, and then think about how we can actually invest how we can create value for investors from investing in AI. And so you step back, these large language models, the LLMs um, and the machine learning systems, they can process huge amount of data in a very short period of time. So in theory, that may actually help us with decision making, um, we being businesses and we as investors. I think you talk about the most um, recognized one, ChatGPT, where you break it down, what's GPT, Generative Predictive Transformer? And it's really about taking bits of information and extracting it, extrapolating it forward. Now, a really cool thing about ChatGPT, it's got to one million users in five days. Mm. So this has got massive momentum. And, massive and that momentum. was huge compared to things like um, Instagram and and, oh, yeah. and and others, isn't it? Oh, Instagram took a whole 75 days and <laughs> Spotify was 150. So mm. these are really fast-moving technologies. So I think when we think about this, it's what does it mean for businesses well, maybe it's an efficiency booster. Mm. Uh, for some companies, it's going to allow them to understand more about where demand's coming from, where trends are changing, and be able to flex their businesses into that. But for for you as a portfolio manager, so does it mean that you know some of the research, the way you do research on a company and the stock will change? And if so, how? Yeah, I think it certainly improves the information flow, right? So if we think about those algorithms, can actually help us process a lot more information quicker. What it doesn't necessarily do is answer the question. The question is, what are the questions? Mm, mm. So I need to understand what I'm actually fishing for mm. to actually make it work. So I think there's a lot of information. Um, this human expertise uh, as an investor and as an investment advisor, for example, doesn't go away. That need to actually, what are the questions I really need to ask? What are the things I want to search for? What AI can do, and it does, we've, we're doing this right now, speeds up the process massively. Do, do you have a risk that if, if lots of portfolio or fund managers are using AI and that's giving the same results that you're starting to make the same decisions? Oh, there's definitely, if, if we've all got it, uh, the competitive advantage goes away. I think the advantage comes back to the advantage that's always been about investing, which is what are you actually searching for? What yeah. are you asking? What so you... it is actually the human decision-making yeah, process. So are you guys, is Harbour using AI at the moment? Yeah, we're learning, right? And yeah. I think this is the interesting thing. Everybody's learning about how to use this. It's relatively new still. Uh, so is it, is it quite new or has it just come about you know, because of this chat GPT thing or were you already, already playing in that space? Oh, great, great point. You know, there has been many models out there mm. in the last little while. And I think what we've got is an open architecture. Yeah. Anybody can access it. You know, seriously, just go and have a play with it. Mm. Just get on board and have a go with it. Um, but there's definitely going to be closed loops where there's private uh, similar models to the you know, large language models, LLMs, mm. uh, that are... I don't want to share my searches with the world. I want to keep it for our clients. So, so well, yeah, so it'll keep evolving. And 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 as a fund manager, how do you invest in AI? Yeah, look, there's a number of different ways. Globally, we can invest in things like the Microsofts, the Alphabet, which is Google, mm -hmm. Nvidia. Um, we can invest more locally in things like Zero, uh, Suco, Vista, which are businesses that use AI. Zero has an AI content. Um, again, it's machine learning is in there. 
And then we can think about investing in things like the data centers. There's massive amounts of data being generated, stored somewhere. So this is where people like Infratil through its Canberra data centers, or Goodman Group actually has a number of data centers. Ultimately, it comes back to you've got to invest in a fund that has a range of different growth aspects. This is just one of them. It's hot right now. There's further to go. But, you know, we want to keep a range of things in the mix. Um, besides all those, you know, the data storage and stuff, I guess it's all the people who make the hardware and stuff as well as, as, yeah, a, yeah. as another option. That's right. So yeah. this is where people like NVIDIA, which is obviously massively um, integrated in terms of the equipment that drives these beasts. Yeah. Uh, that's why they're getting a strong stock price growth. So I guess it's not long now till we see our first AI fund, I guess. Oh, look, I, I, uh, I wish people will invest. It's, you know, you want to make sure it's diversified then because there's going to be some real winners and some losers in this space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, we're very much of the view that you do have a range of different growth exposures in the portfolio then selectively pick the stocks within that. Um, it's the same as any other sector yeah. that gets a lot of capital chasing it. There'll be winners and losers. So is that a fad or is it just something which... This has got a long way to go. Um, you know, some folk much smarter than me have described this as being as impactful as electricity coming into communities. Now we'll see, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a pretty big call. It's a big one. Yeah. So change the topic. Um, last week we had the Reserve Bank and, and OCR. I think everyone was pretty surprised at the twenty five basis point hike. What, what's your take on it? Yeah, I think the wording around it was the was the key that we focused on. It was actually quite dovish. The mm. the governor is very much of the view they've done enough for now to manage inflation, to get on top of the bubble of housing. Uh, and so the markets, the response of markets was the key. So swap rates is the one year forward rate that many businesses use to fund. Mm. It's running about 5.9% pre that and it dropped to about 5.45. So we saw quite a lot stripped out of the front end of that curve. Mm. So do you think it was surprising that this was the first time that the Monetary Policy Committee had actually gone to a vote and that they actually considered doing nothing? Yeah, I think there's a, um, you know, this is a good discussion to be having by that Monetary Policy Committee. I think this is a really important time. Do we need to see the lagged impact of the policy changes mm. coming through? So. so someone suggested to me that Adrian Orr might actually want Labour to get re-elected again. Do you think that had anything to do with it? I think you've got to be aware of election timing. Mm. Any governor, any reserve bank has to be aware of the lead up to an election. Mm. So, you know, not necessarily, uh, you know, I'm sure Adrian would have done more if he needed to. Yeah. But you need to be aware of that lead up. Yeah. And just do you, what do you think it will mean for home loan rates? Do you think we're at the peak or...? Yeah, we've seen um, certainly rates stop going up. It's a good start. Mm. Um, and what we're seeing is banks still being a little bit weary. Uh, I think what we haven't seen here in New Zealand that we have seen in Australia is in Australia we've seen a lot of competition between the banks, really fighting hard for you know that, that borrower mm. share. We haven't seen that really break out here in New Zealand yet. So I think that'll be helpful. Something to watch. Could be. Yeah, could be. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think you know, you've got to see that the, the banks are being careful at the moment. You know, they are facing globally a more constrained pool of capital to work with. But that, that could change with the with the Reserve Bank easing the LVR restrictions. Oh, yeah. You know, I suspect, yeah. suspect that's going to actually change the market. Yeah, I think that was another helpful move. You know, mm. it's modest, it's small, but it's the right direction. Mm. And I think if you come back to real estate markets, uh, uh, residential real estate markets, it's the liquidity that's been drying up. Mm. People haven't had the certainty that they can go to the bank, get the money they need to buy a house. This might help. Mm. Cost lower, availability up. 
Yeah, yeah. And third and final question, um, active management, is it delivering the goods at the moment? Well, we've gone through a period of time where we've had global economics have been quite synchronised. Everything's been working in the same direction. Now there's a bit of desynchronisation going on. Different economies going in different directions. So what we're seeing is a bigger spread in the returns between underlying securities. Stocks are going in different directions. I think the art really in uh, active management is avoiding businesses that don't do well. Mm. And so in this environment, that's probably one of the key areas is to try and avoid that. Last six months, pretty early days, uh, we've seen active managers starting to outperform. So yeah, there's some signs that starting to deliver on the goods. Yeah, so obviously I think what you're saying is that the um, the environment is much more conducive to active management. Yeah, it's yeah. certainly more helpful. Um, and I think there's definitely, we've seen some valuation extremes. We talked about AI earlier on. Mm. You know, mm. you've got to look through long term to actually have a view on that. Yeah. Uh, I think it, that is where active management can have a helpful yeah. Oh well, well we'll be watching how you go look Shane thanks for coming into the studio that was a really good um, coverage of those three areas and 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 look forward to seeing you again thanks Phil appreciate the time yeah. cheers